I'm Carol McLeod, and I would love to welcome you to the Significant Women podcast today. Today's episode is going to be just a little bit different for those of you who are used to listening weekly. Rather than interviewing a significant woman this week, we'll get back to that next week, um, I want to talk to you about a significant event, and also I want to teach you from a significant portion of Scripture. Let's travel back in time. It was 20 years ago. The year was 2004, and I hosted my very first women's conference in Buffalo, New York. Maybe some of you were at that event. We uh, recorded the teachings for my book, The Rooms of a Woman's Heart. And every year since then, every year since 2004, we have invited women from all across America, from Ontario from Southern Canada to join us for this women's event that's always held in Buffalo, New York. And this year, I want to invite you, my podcast friends, to come to the 20th annual Carol McLeod Ministries Conference, which will be held at Life Church Buffalo in West Seneca, New York, which is a suburb of Buffalo. Um, you can either come in person, of course I want you to come in person, or you can join us virtually. If it doesn't work for you to travel to Buffalo, you can join us virtually. Um, you can go to my website, carolmccloudministries.com, click on conference and find out all the information you need. And of course, we'll have it in the show notes as well. You know, I can hardly believe that I've been doing this, having women's conferences for 20 years. It's gone by so fast. I've blinked and it's been 20 years. I think about the early days in Buffalo. We had our first couple of conferences at the Tabernacle, a great church up there, and then at banquet facilities. And finally, we settled into Life Church Buffalo, where my husband pastored for many years. And now, Life Church Buffalo is pastored by our dear friends, son and daughter in the Lord, Peter and Kelly Jankowski. We kept going strong even during the COVID years. There was only one year we were unable to meet, and we had hundreds of women join us from around the globe for that year's conference only online. So, of course, we've had different facilities, different themes, different worship leaders, but at each conference, our goal has been the same, to encourage the women of my generation, from teenagers all the way up to grandmothers and widows and great-grandmothers, to encourage the women of my generation who are alive right now to walk in the joy of following Jesus, to discover the truth that's only found in scripture, to lift their voices in song and worship the one true God. Uh, we believe that we have a lot to celebrate this year, and I really do want you to be part of it. So move events if you can, grab a carload of girlfriends, your mom, your sister, your neighbors, and come to our conference April 26th and 27th in Buffalo, New York. Now, another incredible thing about this conference is we are going to be doing a videotaping. I have a new book coming out in June titled Overflowing, 
Living Abundantly in a Broken Culture. And it's a Bible study on the book of Colossians. And we will be recording the seven video teachings that will accompany this book. Um, it's it's a great teaching. I, I love the book of Colossians. Colossians is really my favorite New Testament book. The truth in it, the practical application will take your breath away. Um, so I'll be teaching seven different teachings that weekend, and we're going to celebrate all that God has done in and through this ministry in the past 20 years. So mark your calendars. April 26th and 27th, 2024, and make plans to attend either in person in Buffalo, New York, or attend virtually online. Again, visit carolmccloudministries.com to find out all the information, the times, the hotels that we're partnering with. We'd love to have you there. Well, on today's episode of the Significant Women Podcast, I'm going to talk about the teaching that will happen at the 20th Annual Carol McLeod Ministries Conference. Um, Our theme is overflowing, and I've taken that theme from the book of Colossians, which I already told you is my favorite New Testament book. And so on today's episode of the Significant Women podcast, we're going to study our two theme verses for the conference, just so I whet your appetite, just so you say to yourself, oh man, that's that's a conference I need to attend. So our theme verses for the conference are Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. Let me read them to you. Therefore, As you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. So Paul says to the church at Colossae, first of all, have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And that's a good place for us to start today. Do you know Jesus? Have you invited Jesus to come into your heart? Have you said, Jesus, I'm a sinner and you're a savior, so we are a perfect match? Have have you said to Jesus, would you forgive me of my sins? Would you come in and live in my heart, Jesus? And when you do that, you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. But it gets better than that. When you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it means that now you will live forever. That when you take your last breath on planet Earth, you will take your first breath in eternity and spend the rest of eternity with Jesus, the Son of God in heaven, who wouldn't want that. So that that's who Paul is addressing here. He's addressing those of us who have said yes to Jesus, who've accepted him into our hearts. But Paul says, okay, accepting him is only the first step. Now you have to walk in him. So Paul is saying, listen, being a Christian is not just a one-time event, but it's a lifestyle. Paul calls all of us to walk in faith in Jesus Christ. So walk in him means to respond to Jesus. It means to obey him, to do life according to his way and his plan. 
So as I said, receiving Jesus Christ comes first, but then comes the best part of all. Then you have to choose him daily. And that's what living abundantly really looks like. So this word, so walk in him. The word walk in the Greek is peripateo, and it means to make progress. Are you making progress in Jesus Christ? It means to make use of the opportunities. It means to pass one lo- one's life or to conduct one's life. Are you passing your life in Jesus? Are you conducting your life according to the principles of scriptures? Now, this Greek word peripateo also means to make it a habit. We have to habitually follow Jesus Christ as our Lord. And you know what? I always say that walking in Jesus, following Jesus, habitually um, conducting your life according to his principles is not rocket science, okay? If I can do it, anyone can do it. So what does it mean to habitually follow Jesus? Well, it means to open the Bible and spend time reading the Word of God every day. It doesn't have to be for three hours. Hey, start out by reading the Word for five minutes. Maybe next week you'll do it for six or seven or eight minutes. Maybe by the end of the year you'll be reading the Word 15, 20, 30 minutes a day. But it means opening scripture. If you're wondering where you should read, let me give you a couple hints. First of all, there's a marvelous podcast called The Bible Recap hosted by my friend, Tara Lee Cobble. She will help you get started reading the Bible. And also on our website, Carol McLeod Ministries, we have a daily Bible reading plan. You can just click on that and see where you might read that day. Um, Attend a Bible study, especially if you're a new believer in Jesus Christ. Find a Bible study at a church in your area and study the word of God with fellow believers in Jesus Christ. There's nothing like it. Um, Another way we habitually follow Jesus is we give of our income. We tithe to the local body of Jesus Christ. This is especially important if you're in a financial hard spot because the Bible says give and it'll be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Um, You need to grow the fruits of the Holy Spirit in your life. That's part of our walk in Jesus Christ. If you want to know what the fruits of the Holy Spirit are, turn to Galatians chapter 5 and read verses 22 and 23. The fruit of the Spirit is love. You got to love people. You got to be kind to them. Kindness, peace, patience, faithfulness, goodness, self-control. You have to exhibit self-control in your life. That's part of habitually walking with Jesus. And finally, part of our walk is worship, that we worship the Lord through good times and bad. We sing to the Lord in the rain, when we're in a storm, or when our life is peaceful. So, So much of that is how we walk in Jesus Christ. So step number one, is to receive him as your Lord. Number two is to develop some new habits in your life that are just going to bring life and abundance to your life. Let's read on from Colossians chapter two, verse seven. Having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and 
overflowing with gratitude. This is part of our walk in Jesus Christ. So let's chew on it a bite at a time, having been firmly rooted. So the word for rooted is the Greek word, Greek word rizo, and it means to be firmly and deeply rooted, making the object fixed, steady, stable, and strong. God's plan for your life is that you would root yourself in the things of the Lord, not in the things of this world. God wants your life roots to go down deeply into all that he is and all that he has for you. Uh, the Greek language is rich in word pictures. And this, this Greek word rizzo is a word picture. And it's the picture of a strong tree, a vibrant tree, a tall tree, a fruitful tree, a growing tree. The leaves are green on this tree that has grown over the seasons of life into unshakable stability. And that's supposed to be the picture of your life as well. This tree pictured by the Greek word rizzo, this tree has deep, deep roots that go deeply down into the soil around the base of the tree. And one reason why that's so important is the soil is where the roots obtain their nourishment. And you must obtain your spiritual nourishment, not from watching Netflix, not from uh, watching sports, not from going shopping or traveling, but you receive your nourishment from reading the word, from going to Bible study, from hanging out with Christian friends, from being committed to the local body of Christ, by worshiping the Lord, even when your heart is breaking. You know, trees don't get their nourishment by and large from the surface, but the the nourishing soil is down deep from the rich, dark soil down deep. Um, and that's where we get our nourishment as well, when we go down deep into the things of the Lord. Another function of the roots, so the roots absorb nourishment, the roots also hold the tree in place when winds blow, when storm comes, when an earthquake happens. These roots hold the tree in place, regardless of the weather or the environmental opposition that comes against it, roots can hold a tree in place. You, you all know that I love Christmas. I love Christmas so much. And every year we would, when my kids were growing up, we would go out um, to a Christmas tree farm and chop a tree down and bring it into our house. We decorate it beautifully. It was magnificent. We all enjoyed it. But come about January 1st, January 3rd, January 5th, this tree was dying. It was dropping its needles all over my family room carpet. And my friend, you are not meant to be a Christmas tree. No matter how you decorate yourself, a Christmas tree will die. It will begin to drop the needles. You were meant to be a fruitful, growing, abundant, vibrant tree. And there's only one way to become that kind of tree 
by putting your roots down deeply into the soil of God's word, into the soil of Bible study, into the soil of worship. Um, So send your roots down into the deep. Tap into the strength of God's word and God's spirit. Spend time in prayer every day for people that you know and love. That's part of our roots going deeply down into the soil of God. When you do that, as a tree, you will outlast every season, every foul climate, and every storm. If you can do this, if you can send your roots down deeply into God's soil, you will enter into a fruit-bearing season. And what does fruit do? It feeds people. And God wants your life to feed the people in your life. He wants your fruit to feed difficult starving people. He wants you to have enough joy to give to depressed and discouraged people. He wants you to have enough love to give to people who are caught in sin and compromise. He wants you to faithfully pray for your pastor and his family. The fruit on your life is meant to feed a starving generation. I love Psalm 1-3. I've spent the last month memorizing the first Psalm. It's it's only um, six verses long, but let me read to you Psalm chapter 1, verse 3. He will be like a tree planted by the streams of living water, which yields its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither, and whatever he does, he prospers. God wants your roots to go down so deep that you can flourish so that you don't wither when you go through a season of drought in your life so that you prosper. And this word prosper, it doesn't mean that you're going to make a million dollars. It doesn't mean you're going to live in your dream house. What it means is you're going to be wise, that God will give you an uncommon wisdom as you walk through life. Now, one thing I've learned in my life is that growing a deep set of roots takes time. It's not an overnight process. It takes discipline and faithfulness on my part. It isn't all fun and games. I was sharing with the the group of people that I memorize scripture with that memorizing scripture is hard work and it takes perseverance, but it is worth it. Always remember, my friend, that the stronger and the deeper your roots go, the less noticed they'll be by everyone around you. People don't see your roots. They see your fruit. They see your green leaves. They see your growth this way. People don't see your roots. Your roots are meant to be a private decision between you and the Lord. So, Make sure those roots in your life go deeply. Decide today, I'm going to faithfully put my roots down into the rich, dark soil of God's word, worship, Bible study, and prayer. As I was preparing this teaching, I was thinking how a farmer doesn't get any produce from a tree, from a vine that doesn't bear fruit. It's not worth his investment. If, if he's got a tree or a vine or a plant that never grows fruit. And I was also thinking that God doesn't get glory from a Christian that doesn't bear fruit. We bear fruit to bring glory to God and to feed a generation of starving people. If you want to bear fruit, if you want to prosper 
in the things of the Lord. You will send your roots down deeply. You will decide to do it every single day. And when you miss a day, you'll start right back up the next day. Don't let a day become a week or a month or a year. I need nourishment in my life. As you all know, I I battle depression from time to time. And the thing that has kept me out of the pit of depression most effectively is the nourishment that I receive from the life-giving Word of God. And when my roots go down deeply into the Word of God, and when I lift my hands in worship, I am a picture of this tree that we're studying in Colossians 2 and in Psalm 1. My roots are deep and my branches are lifted in praise and worship to my Father God. And I can also tell you this, the bigger the tree, the greater the need for nourishment. So if you want to do great things for the kingdom of God, if you want your fruit to feed a generation of people, there's a great need for your roots to go down deeply into the things of Christ. If you can send your roots down deeply into the soil of God's word, into the soil, the rich, powerful soil of the Holy Spirit, you will withstand all of the elements of the different seasons in life. Another thing that this nourishment, sending our roots down deeply into the soil of God's word does for us is that it protects a tree from pestilence. When a tree is getting healthy nourishment, pestilence cannot rest upon this particular tree. Now, pestilence will try to attack you, but it won't be able to do long-term damage when your roots have gone deeply down into the soil of God. So when anger or unforgiveness tries to get inside of you, anger and unforgiveness are going to shrivel up and die because they're met with the power of the word of God. You'll know what to do. When grief or sorrow or shame try to attach themselves to your life, The all-engulfing fragrance of the Holy Spirit will send those things on their way. They won't be able to attack your core or your root system. Just let me read you the scripture one more time, and we're going to close as I read it to you one more time. Having been firmly rooted, we know what that means, and now being built up in him, that's lifting your hands in worship, and established in your faith just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. So now it's time to look at those last few words of this verse, overflowing with gratitude. Just like you need to send your roots deeply into the rich soil of God, you need to water your life with gratitude. You need to overflow with gratitude. You know, plants, trees, flowering shrubs, grass, vegetables, fruits, they'll never grow without water, will they? What waters a healthy Christian life is gratitude, is deep thanksgiving for the life you've been given. And no matter how hard your life might be today, there is always, always, always something to be grateful for. Let the streams of your life overflow your banks with perpetual thanksgiving. When you wake up in the morning, 
Tell the Lord what you're thankful for. When Before you go to bed at night, make a list of three, five, ten things that you're thankful for that day. When you meet a stranger on the street, say, isn't it a beautiful day? This is the day that the Lord has made. Let a waterfall of praise be obvious to everyone who comes in contact with your life. You know, I grew up very close to Niagara Falls. And when you drive up to Niagara Falls, you hear the rushing, gushing of the water long before you get there. And people should hear the thanksgiving in your life long before they come in contact with you. Listen, this is what I've decided in my life. I might not be the most musical Christian. I might not know the most Greek and Hebrew words. I might not have the most money to give to the unshakable kingdom of God. But my goal is to be the most thankful Christian of my entire generation. Would you let that be your heart goal as well? Let's read our verses one more time. Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. Well, if you've been encouraged by today's episode, would you go to wherever you're listening to it, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, YouTube, and leave a review. Let people know that you've enjoyed this podcast. Also, be sure to um, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube. In the search bar, click in Car write in Carol McLeod Ministries. It'll come right up and you can subscribe to it so you never miss a teaching or a, a podcast or a word of encouragement. Now, I would love to connect with you and hear your story. So um, you can email me personally. I read every email that comes in. You can email me at carol at carolmcleodministries.com. And then you can find us online on Facebook, Carol McLeod, Bible teacher and author. Um, the website, as I said, is carolmcleodministries.com. And on Instagram, it's carolmcleod. As always, don't forget, we have a free mobile app for you on the smartphone. Just go to the app store in the search bar, put in Carol McLeod Ministries, and you can download it right then. And it's free. You can listen, listen to podcasts. You can read a blog, leave a prayer request, buy a book. We, we'd love to connect with you on our app. Now, don't forget, you are invited to the 20th annual Carol McLeod Ministries Conference taking place April 26th and 27th in Buffalo, New York at Life Church Buffalo. Go to the website, register today. This is an event for women that you don't want to miss. We have special rate for girls in their teens and 20s because we want the next generation to join us. If you'd like to upgrade your experience to the VIP experience, you can do that as well and join me for dinner. But I can't wait to see you there. If you can't come, join us virtually and invite a whole group of women to your home. My friend, you are significant, not because of anything you accomplish, not because of the number on the scale, but you're significant because of the one who made you, because of who you are in Jesus Christ. I hope that this will be a week of rest and purpose for you. I pray that this will be a week where you rediscover 
the joy of your salvation. And I can't wait for you to join me next week on the Significant Women Podcast.